you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. NFL Power Rankings is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Hey, everybody, let's rank things. Welcome to NFL Power Rankings presented by Energizer from our studios in Los Angeles. My name is Andrew Siciliano, the man on the other side of the screen, the man who puts together the rankings on NFL.com. It's Eric at home as we sit here, Eric, in this really weird spot. Because we've been we've been conditioned for years to say four games is the quarter pole. We're 25 percent of the way through the season. However, technically we're not. Not until the first quarter is over at FedEx on Thursday night. We are still not a quarter of the way through the season, and we're coming off a week that had really seven blowouts. It was a surprising uh, set of results too. We had uh, you know favorites going down. We obviously had other teams kind of show out in big ways. So the the scores last week did kind of dampen the excitement a little bit. But we learned a lot about these teams, Andrew. We learned that this top eight is pretty good. Everything after that, a lot of questions, at least for me. All right, let's show you the top eight. The 49ers are back at number one after surviving Christian McCaffrey going off and beating the Arizona Cardinals. The 49ers are really, really good. They're number one now for the third time in five weeks. Kansas City, which had fallen to three, moves up to two by winning the Taylor Swift concert Sunday night at MetLife. The Bills are up two after beating last week's number one and beating them badly. Buffalo is three. The Eagles are kind of just sort of treading water there at number four. But, hey, they're one of two undefeated teams. Cowboys blow out the Patriots. That's one of the seven blowouts. They move up to number five. The Dolphins plummet. It's a dolphin that can't swim from one down to six, followed by the Lions who went at Lambeau on Thursday and the Ravens who handled easily handled the Browns. Time for Charged Up presented by Energizer. The team that is charged up your number one team back at number one for the third time in five weeks now. Eric at home, you have the San Francisco 49ers, who, I mean, they do look like the best team in football, and they do look like a team getting a playoff rematch, which is a playoff game in October, if you will, coming up this week with the Cowboys. 
Yeah, this this weekend's game is going to tell us a lot about both teams. But to this point, the the non-quarter poll, to use your term there, I mean, look, they, they've, they've scored 30 or more in every single game. They've only allowed 23 points. That's the most they've allowed, under 16 in the other three games. So they've been terrific defensively. They've been explosive offensively. And I thought the return of Brandon Ayuk really made a difference last week, too. Yeah, McCaffrey had the four touchdowns. But when you have Ayuk out there, when you have Debo out there, when you have George Kittle and CMC, who do you try to stop? That's really the biggest thing is that they have four potential game changers out there on offense. We know the defense is obviously capable of big things. Did give up a long drive, 99 yards last week, but really held firm after that. Didn't allow the Cardinals uh, within uh, sniffing distance of the end zone after that point. So I mentioned it's a playoff rematch really the last two years. The 49ers have knocked the Cowboys out of the postseason. Right. Jerry Jones said this week that the road to the Super Bowl in the NFC likely runs through San Francisco. They're the best team in the conference. I love how, look, Dak played well, and, and the big headline from that game on, on, on Sunday at AT&T was the Cowboys pasted Mac Jones and the Patriots. But afterwards, when Dak was asked, hey, how did it feel to lose to the 49ers last year in the postseason? You could see the look on his face, and he said, thank you for asking me that. No, 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 really. Thank you for asking me that because that's his motivation for this week. Do you think the Niners are still number one next week? It's a big question, right? Can this Dallas defense do what it's done in really three of the four games? And that's got to take the opponent completely out of their game. As we said, with this 49ers team and all the weapons they provide, it's going to take a serious pass rush. The, the offensive line might be the one unit where you might be able to get some, uh, to make some hay against the 49ers. So, it's got to be Parsons. It's got to be Lawrence. It's got to be all these guys up front that I think make a difference. So that and 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 Dak taking care of the ball and and continue to do what they did, you know, weeks one, two, and 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 four offensively. Yeah, tune in next week to see if the San Francisco 49ers are still number one, or for that matter, the Chiefs are still number two. You move them up one. They were three. They went to MetLife, and it wasn't their best game. Um, Patrick Mahomes got picked a couple of times. He looked sloppy. People complained about the officiating. Not sloppy as if he wasn't prepared. Just we don't expect to see him make bad throws. You still, though, have them as an imperfect number two. That's the best way to describe them, I think. They're flawed. They, they may not be better on paper than teams below them, like the Bills, like the unbeaten Eagles. But I think when you have the best player in the game uh, and he's got to win with his fourth best pitch on the road against a pretty good defense, he's going to do it and he's going to find a way. So his scrambling ability late in the game, maybe there was a holding call, maybe there wasn't, certainly is what sets them apart. Defense, you know, bent a little bit there against Zach Wilson. I, they've been terrific to this point. That did kind of raise an eyebrow or two for me. But, yeah, I, I think we saw the Chiefs being able to win in different ways. That's what makes them so dangerous. They don't have to blow you out. They don't have to try to boat race you every single time. They can win in, in different ways. And Mahomes can do the same thing as well. So I, I still give them a ton of credit, even if other people may think, hey, there are other people pushing down the door and, and going ahead of them right now. Here, here's what I think of the holding call. I think it was a hold. Here's what I didn't like. The fact that the flag didn't really come out until after the pick. If it was a hold, yeah. it was 10, 15 yards upfield so if you saw it then throw it then but I do think it was a hold he did impede his progress down the field there have been other calls at the ends of games this year like the two-point conversion in Denver 
or the Joey Porter Jr. play on DPJ, in which there wasn't a flag thrown at the end. This one was. Regardless, the Chiefs are number two. They go to Minnesota this week. Your team of the week, you could have argued the Buffalo Bills are the number one team in football after what they did to the Dolphins. Team of the week presented by Truist Beck. Josh Allen, I I know he had a perfect passer rating. I think passer rating is overrated here. You could argue he played his best regular season game ever. But the defense... Eric was the story in this one here as well. It was two sides of the ball for the Bills. Yeah, took him a couple drives to get used to that Miami speed, right? The, the right angles you need to take to, to defend this team. I thought Mike McDaniel's play calling was good. It kind of kept him off balance. But after a certain point, the defense that we had seen from Buffalo all season long really came to play, came out. You know, forced to it as some overthrows, exploited that offensive line that was missing its starting left tackle, starting center, really gave them problems and communications up front. And I thought the Dolphins pressed too, Andrew. I thought they kind of got in that spot where they hadn't been all year. They've been kind of controlling the action and dictating the pace of play in every other game so far. Didn't happen on Sunday after those first few drives. And they took a few punches. How they respond is going to be fascinating, but... My analogy is this. I think they can they can beat almost anybody in the league. The one team they haven't been able to show that they can beat right now, you know, what, what, 10 of the last 11 games, the Buffalo Bills. That's the one that they have to figure out, and they've got until, what, Thanksgiving to figure that out. So, look, I, I think they can win most of their games until that spot. That's going to be the next test to see how good a contender they truly are. They've shown they can't win in Buffalo, which is the most important thing here. They lost twice last year in Buffalo. They lost, obviously, in Buffalo, as you can see on the screen here, this past week in week number four. The question is, if these teams meet in January, where will that yeah. game be? And a lot is determined between now and their next meeting in November in Miami. That, to me, is the question. The other thing, too, about the Dolphins, the defense still has not shown it. I think they get healthy. Well, they, 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 they pick things up this week. Let's put it that way. When they get the Giants at home in 90-degree weather on Sunday with the Giants on a short week, and as we saw, still quite banged up after what they did on Monday night, another blowout loss at home to the Seattle Seahawks. All right, don't forget about London, friends, because the Bills are now on their way to London. The Jaguars' residency, a two-week residency, continues, and you can watch that game on NFL Network. NFL Game Day kickoff is on early at 7 a.m. Eastern. You can watch that game as well on NFL+. Plus. Go get it, plus.nfl.com. Bills, Jaguars, and NFL Network, NFL+. Plus. London exclusive coming up on Sunday. Let's get back to the Cowboys here. Try to make sense of them, will you please? Because there's the team that, you know, felt good about itself. They're the best team, the best defense in football. Then go into Arizona, can't stop the run and get embarrassed. And then there's the team that comes home last week and does exactly the opposite. Embarrasses the Patriots and hands Bill Belichick, Eric, his worst regular season loss in two and a half decades. Just a stunning performance, right? I mean, I think everybody thought this would be a closer game, maybe a defensive battle of sorts, but the Cowboys really were the aggressive team. They came after them. You know, they faked that that two-point conversion on the extra point try there. You know, they, they went for it down there towards the end zone. They were squatting on every Mac Jones pass, knowing that, look, we'll take a risk that he throws deep, right? We're, we're going to challenge him a little bit. Deron Bland drops one potential pick six. Then finally gets his paws on the second one. And, of course, the forced fumble, too, that was run back. A dominant defensive performance. Unbelievable. It's the right mix. The Super Bowl mix for this team, I think, where you have 
you know, just enough offense, consistent drives, running the football, play action, CeeDee Lamb, those tight ends are getting involved. We know Tony Pollard's had a really nice season, but it's that defense that I think sets the tone. And can they take over this game against the Niners? That, that'll kind of tell us whether that Arizona game was an aberration or whether uh, the Cowboys truly are an elite group. Bland played great in that game, but we agree here. I know you know this. The Patriots don't have a lot of difference makers at the skill positions, especially on the nope. perimeter here. Without Trayvon Diggs, I think we see that. I think we see how big that loss of Trayvon Diggs is this week against the Niners. I agree. Yeah, he was uh, one of their special playmakers. That was a brutal blow for them. Obviously, they have some defensive backs with experience, guys who played inside and outside. But Diggs was that playmaker, that difference maker back there who could get an interception and run it back and things like that. So that's what makes them so dangerous. They can score on you almost every week on defense, and, and one more weapon is now taken out of that secondary, even with Bland showing up the way he did. All right, let's get to the Dolphins here. They are number six. We mentioned them earlier, obviously. They're the other part of the equation there, that big win for Buffalo this past Sunday in Orchard Park. But the Dolphins, if they do beat the Giants, Eric, and you want to just say they beat the Giants, um, they will be 4-1 and for the first time in 20 years. They're six this week, but they they dropped five. So big drop, but you still believe in them as a top-10 team and one of the best teams in football. I do, and again, as I kind of hinted off the top, I really believe that this top quartile, right, these top eight teams are kind of separated uh, by a bigger margin than just a few spots. Maybe Seattle jumps into this group, but I believe Miami belongs in this top group, no question. I'm not going to let a bad game against a really good football team up in Buffalo skew my rankings too much, but this is about where they were the week before. I jumped him up, maybe over-promoted him. Some people thought I did, but uh, that offense, as I said, has been pretty potent for the most part. Most teams not equipped to handle it. Buffalo is. I don't think the Giants are. I don't think uh, most of the remainder of the other, uh, what, 29 teams can handle what Buffalo offers. So, Look, I, I think they're going to get right, and it's all about getting right over these next six weeks or so until we get closer to Thanksgiving and the rematch. They've got to get that offensive line together, and they've got to make more stops defensively in order to kind of stay in this group. Yeah, they're going to have to do it without left tackle Teron Armstead. On the offensive side here, as Mike McDaniel said, yeah. his injury will keep him out a matter of weeks, not days. The Dolphins are your number six team. The Lions and Ravens are seven and eight. You mentioned the Seahawks. Where are they? Are they in the top ten? And after that top eight, how does the middle of the pack sort out? That's coming up next on NFL Power Rankings presented by Energizer. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have know to do that with everyone you meet? Try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean. 
Yeah. But I mean, like, like John Cena got him. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot? Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or, like, put a sign in your yard. But All right, so what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self, and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. You're watching the NFL Power Ranking Show presented to you by Energizer. We got through the top eight. Eric Edholm has the Seahawks at number nine, up three after their resounding 11-sack performance on Monday night and a win over the Giants. How about the Buccaneers? They're up 10. 10. They jump up to number 10 after another victory to lead the NFC South. Browns are down only two, despite being an offensive no-show with DTR against the Ravens. Jaguars... Chargers, the Packers drop four after losing on TNF. The Houston Texans, we'll get to them in a second. How about them? Move it up big as well. And the Tennessee Titans, who looked, and that's what I love, Eric, about, you know, early on in the season here, who looked awful week three, get a win here against an average at best Steelers team, and they move up five. Not, not a Steelers team, but a big part. And a Bengals team, and, and they move up five. All right, let's get to... The Seahawks, because they have a bye. Bye week start this week, by the way. Week number five, four teams are on a bye. Seattle is one of them. I was, I'm was i so impressed with, not only the defense, but B, how they have fought through injuries, notably on the offensive line. No one was complaining about how banged up the Seahawks' offensive line was Monday night. They just dominated the Giants. Yeah, it's not often you can go on the road, Andrew, and play four different battery combinations, two centers and two quarterbacks, and come out with a, a pretty uh, uh, easy win. I don't say easy, but certainly a win that uh, they were able to put them away, and the Giants had no real kind of counter punches. And, you know, Drew Locke comes in for an injured Geno uh, Smith, leads a touchdown drive. That was terrific. Complimentary football. You mentioned the 11 sacks. How about Devin Witherspoon, not just on his uh, 97-yard pick six, but two sacks, too. They've got him in that nickel role. He is terrorizing people. He's not the biggest guy in the world, but he has been a fun uh, player to watch off the edge as he's gotten into the lineup and kind of uh, found a home there. So, yeah, the run game is working. You saw Pete Carroll whooping it up on the sideline. This team has some spirit. Has some. They have fun when they play football, and they've taken on all comers so far and, and played really competitively except for that week one kind of kind of egg lay, if you will. So, I don't know. The momentum's on their side. They're they're playing great, and uh, they've got a big victory. I bumped them up three spots. I wasn't prepared to do that, but that's uh, that's what my eyes told me. They are clearly the number two team in the NFC West. That said, yep. that team, and you got to consider the opponent here, and the fact that the Giants have been so bad. But that team that we saw on Monday night does look legit. Now they get a bye, a chance to maybe get healthy. And the Seahawks head into that bye at the somewhat quarter pole of the season here <laughs> at 
three and one. All right, the team behind him also on a bye is our power mover this week. Power moves presented by Energizer. They're the fighting Baker Mayfields, the first place Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Eric, they go from 20 to 10. You are buying yeah. Baker. I am. I mean, again, it's this early in the season. You know, one win is, is a massive thing, right? And, and they're all of a sudden kind of in the driver's seat a little bit. And, you know, to go on the road and win a game as comfortably as they did against a division rival in a tough place to play, that's pretty impressive. Mike Evans out for a big chunk of this game. You mentioned Mayfield. He's out there diving for first downs like he has been in, in past games this year. I like that they got a little more aggressive offensively, Andrew. Started throwing on first downs, kind of keeping the Saints defense a very good defense, too. Keeping them on their toes. And so, you know, it was just a really nice game plan. They did have the red zone turnover. So, you know, 11 penalties. There's still plenty of stuff to clean up. Run game. I mean, there are other issues with this team, but... I kind of stopped denying whether, you know, that this was a pretty competitive good team and, and Baker's done nice things this year. Not great, but good. And that's why they're in this spot. But plus, kind of the middle class this year has been a little bit underwhelming. That's why they kind of moved to the, the front of the line, so to speak. Yeah, say this about Baker. Um, he is the best quarterback in football on third down. Truly, statistically, he is the <laughs> yeah. best quarterback yeah. in football on third down, which doesn't make a lot of sense because normally he's at his best when you're using play action. You can't normally mm -hmm. rely on play action on third down, but regardless, he has been a machine in fourth down as well as the Buccaneers move up 10, and they are up to number 10. All right, let's get to the Green Bay Packers, who had time to think about now. They have a, have a long week here before they get ready for a Monday night game. They go Thursday to Monday. They had an awful performance, awful, Eric on Thursday night to open up week four at home in their loss to the Lions. You have them dropping, but you still have them at 14, which which kind of means you still think they're a playoff team. Yeah, they're right on that kind of playoff cusp, at least as far as my rankings are concerned. I put them at 16, thought that was a little too harsh. Moving to 15, still felt like, you know, the way things shaked out, it's probably better to move them up one spot and assume that they were just caught off guard a little bit on Thursday night. I don't know that they expected the Lions to beat them physically as much as they did. And you had Matt LaFleur after the game all but calling out the toughness of, of, this, of his own team on both sides of the ball, offensive line, defensive line, and everybody else included. I am a little concerned about the kind of yin and yang every other week, hot and cold performances from both Jordan Love and the remainder of the club. So there is a, a chaotic nature to this group. But I also believe that they're the second best team in the NFC North. And, and even with the Vikings, you know, getting in the win column, you know, I, I would still take them head to head and feel like they're going to they're going to play a lot better the next time they get the Lions. And so I don't know. I, I, I'm not ready to punt on this team yet. And I think their schedule is going to help them out a little. Yeah. Huge break here again. A Thursday to a Monday as the Packers yeah. will end week five with a primetime game in Vegas against the Raiders. Let's get to one of my favorite teams, uh, a team that we might call a, a future champion, presented by FanDuel. Let's look at the AFC South odds. Uh, that team is the Houston Texans. Not the Jaguars who won, not the Titans who won, not the Colts who went to overtime, but the Houston Texans here. As we look at the odds to win the AFC South, they are number 15 for you, Eric. They moved up eight after handling the Steelers. And you want to talk about rookie quarterbacks – because we saw DTR, we saw Bryce Young, we've seen Anthony Richardson. In C.J. Stroud, 
The Texans not only have the best rookie quarterback, you could argue they have a top 10 quarterback in the league right now. It, it's early, but he looks poised. He looks in command. He looks comfortable back there. You know, even week one when he took as many hits as he did, he was a tough kid and he made some pretty good throws and you just sort of felt like, I'm going to hang on to this guy. In the last two weeks, terrific. So the interception streak has been fun. D'Amico's got his guys playing hard. Two straight victories where they've sent us a message to the rest of the league. We can play a little bit. I can't wait to see what the rest of their season looks like. Yeah, the Houston Texans, everyone, uh, get to know them. They have a big test this week as they go to Atlanta. The Falcons coming off a disappointing game in London. They don't get the bye on the way home. Teams can ask for it. They didn't want the bye, and they are sticking with Desmond Ritter, at least for now. Those are your Houston Texans. For my money, the future champion. The AFC South. All right, coming up here, the rest of the power rankings. We are through 16. Where do the Rams end up after their thrilling overtime win in Indianapolis? And for that matter, how about the Bengals? How far have they fallen? That's next. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home nfl power rankings presented by energizer let's look at 17 through 24 the rams are up seven after hanging on for dear life and getting a walk off at overtime in indianapolis followed by the saints the jets the bengals the falcons the commanders the steelers plummet seven the patriots plummet Six, the man who makes those rankings, Eric, at home. What do we think of these Rams? Had a figure. I figure they should have beaten the Bengals, but they didn't. We'd be looking at them a heck of a lot differently. But, wow, um, Matthew Stafford played well in Indy. He did. He had Dio Adengbo land on him in the third quarter and really appeared to do some damage. So Stafford was out there gutting it out. But all game long, he found Puka Nakua. I mean, what a revelation this guy has been. Un- incredible story. Uh, right away gets to him and then finishes the game in overtime as well. But uh, that skips a whole lot of the story. They blew a 23-0 lead, almost lost this thing on the road. That would have been pretty devastating. So 
jumping seven spots has to do with other people losing, etc. Still a good team. Still have some questions about them, though. And still a big test coming up here on the schedule Sunday when the Eagles, the undefeated Eagles, come to SoFi Stadium. We'll find out a lot about the Rams' run defense in that one. Undoubtedly, a lot of Eagles fans in the building here. They have had this trip circled for a while. Saints, Jets, Bengals, Falcons, and then the Commanders here, Eric, sitting at 22. They didn't move despite almost winning in overtime in Philly. If Riverboat Ron, by the way, Ron, hand in your Riverboat card, please report the guest services, had gone for it and gotten it, they'd be higher than 22. Yeah, that, that two-point decision, that really bothered me because, again, you, like you said, we have a coach whose reputation was sort of based on, on uh, going for it in those situations. He's gotten uh, more conservative, certainly. He's got not a rookie quarterback, but a, a first-year starter in Sam Howell, who a week ago was uh, pummeled, four interceptions, nine sacks. He played terrific on Sunday, right? The, the numbers may not quite tell the whole story. In battling back, two touchdown drives in the fourth quarter, very impressive stuff. And look, you know, you have a kid, Emmanuel Forbes, who gets beat on the double-move touchdown by A.J. Brown. He's a talented guy. He needs to learn from what Howell did, which is come back after a tough week, and we'll see if he can bounce back next week in in a big one. Yeah, I think the future is bright. They get the Bears in TNF Thursday at home. That is a sellout. Quickly here, let's get the rest of the numbers on the screen. Vikings at 25, followed by the Colts, Cardinals, Broncos, Raiders, Giants, Panthers, and yes, of course, the Bears. The Cardinals are an interesting 27. I think they beat the Bengals this week. Yeah, I think they can. This is a tough team, Andrew. You know, they've been super competitive. They've already beaten the Cowboys, should have won week one. You know, plenty of uh, adulation for what they've done, but that defense has got to get better. They've got to get more stops. I think that's going to be the biggest issue uh, this weekend against if Cincinnati can find their offensive mojo again. If Cincinnati can find its mojo and if they can all of a sudden make Joe Burrow heal miraculously and make him once again a quarterback that's able to move more than two feet either way in the middle of a very dirty pocket. Eric Edholm, it's always a pleasure, sir. The Bears, by the way, are 32. Apologies to the team in your backyard who, if the draft were to be today, it isn't, by the way, would pick both one and two. We are here every Tuesday on the NFL channel. We are always a podcast. Download it. Tell your friends. Tell your neighbors. Take it with you. For Eric Edholm, my name is Andrew Siciliano. Enjoy week five, everybody. NFL Power Rankings is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower... 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.
Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.